podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scored. Only chance in my team like Man U. Trying to get in again. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only chance in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only chance in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Muga Make United Great Again. Um, joined by three men, packed house because you know well, we're going to get into what happened on the weekend. But Reems, how are you doing? I'm good, man. Spirits are up. I'm good. Spirits are high, bro. Spirits are hundred percent. Rodney, how are you doing? There. You are. <laughs> <laughs> nah, joking. What's going on, people? Good to be, good to be here on the back of a great win. I hear that. I hear that. And and I mean, I can't see him right now, but I know he's he's pointing at his head right now. Sebi, how are you doing? Focus. You have to stay <laughs> focused. You have to stay focused. Psych's happening. I won't say Psych. too much, bro. Hey, man. We're not saying too much, um, but before we get into it, obviously, we have our patron con- content that's up to Gaz. I'm gonna blame him again, um, but to be fair, there's one piece of content that me and Mariah Mar- Mar- need to do. But sign, sign up for that post match reaction, uh, evergreen content as well. Uh, make sure, make sure to use the ha- hashtag to join in, in the conversation. Um, Anyway, we're, we're, to be honest, we're just going to get into it. Um, a big win on the weekend over our City rivals, Man City 2-1. Um, Rodney, going into the game, how were you feeling? Uh, surprisingly, I wasn't as confident as I was last time. I wasn't as vocal. Remember last time I was in the chat calling everyone beat emails and all that? And then we got spanked 6-3. That was a poor time for me. So I learnt my lesson and I didn't really say much leading up to the game. But I was quietly confident as I was last time around because I thought City are probably not in the best moment. And we're in a better moment than we was last time out. So yeah, I was quietly confident that we could maybe get a draw, but the win, nah, I didn't think we'd do that. Cool. Sebi, um, 
the lineup was an interesting one in terms of we had Shaw at centre back, uh, Maguire, um, Lindelof, and Martinez were on the bench. Um, Casemiro started with Fred, and Bruno was on the right instead of Anthony. Um, so what did what did you think when you saw the lineup, Seb? Um, I, I knew Ten Hag was going to do, be uh, do something different. Um, I think a few days I'd mentioned a four four two with some random players, but I knew it was going to be different. Um, and we wouldn't start with the, the the same players that you know we have been starting with. And um, yeah, man, I I I was quite I was I was okay. Um, I did think that City would be us because uh, for me, City just seemed to have our number and they've had our number for a while. Um, but yeah, going into the game. Um, I would have been happy with a draw. I mean, to be fair, I think since like 2013, only only both teams have only done the double once. So Man City, no, Man City have done the double twice last season and then in 1819, and we've done the double over them in 1920. But usually it's the away team who has the better of it. Um, Reams, so... The game starts and that first half, what did you think of how it transpired? It was quite a cagey tactical affair. Um, I think in the first half, I think I was quite I was quite surprised with the lineup to be honest. Um I guess um Ten Hag's idea was to put a, put a team that could compete with City in central areas and limit the space in central areas and could could press aggressively from the front but still have enough creators and passers in transition to, to to hurt them in that way so I was kind of frightened when I seen the lineup but once once I actually watched the game and saw how it transpired it, it was making sense to me like how we how we how we tried to limit City's ability to create chances I think um the press the press the press and the shape of the ball was really good I say the shape of the ball was really good the press was the press was good it could have been better I think mostly um the pressing from the front was good, but the fullbacks at times they weren't really um living up to their side of the bargain. So it could have been better, but like the ideas there was good. And um how the how the first half went was I, I guess was how Ten Hag wanted it to go. Um limited limited city getting the ball into central areas. Um their players had to 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 drop deep to get on the ball, force the ball out wide, um with with, with our pressing, um at times when we when we pressed aggressively from the front, we forced Edison to go long as well. So all of these things was good and we we hit them on the break two, three times and had good chances through that. So I think um the first half went good. It could have gone better if, if the fullbacks were a little bit more proactive in their pressing and better in their timing. And um but I think after the first half, Ten Hag definitely would have been the more the more pleased out of the two managers. Yeah, so I just want to touch on a few individuals in terms of that first half performance. Um, as I alluded to before earlier, Bruno was on the right. If you've listened to this pod for for any amount of time, you'd know that Bruno on the right is something that I've advocated for for a long time now. Um, but he didn't really play it as I thought he would. I thought he would follow Cancelo more. Um, Rodney, what, what did you think of... Bruno, in terms of the job he he done on at, at wide um on on Saturday, I don't even remember him in the first half. To be fair, I don't think I don't, I don't remember what he did first half, bro. Sorry. He had 
he had a, a chance that he um uh dragged wide. That, that was off. Yeah, I remember ball. the chance from the um the right where he dragged it wide, but other yeah. than that, and he played the pass for Rashford for his chance as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. He did, he, okay. he did okay. It wasn't there wasn't anything spectacular outside of those two those two moments. Defensively wasn't bad. Out on the right, obviously, the chaos ball is limited. But um, mm. it wasn't it wasn't stuck to the right as such. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't anything that I can remember. Amazing, it wasn't bad. And then in terms of Fred, what did, you, did the? It looked like he had the man marking job to do. Yeah, on um, De Bruyne, I think he did. Yeah. Re- I think he did really well actually, Fred. I think it's not easy to um, follow a, a man around, especially a, a man of um, De Bruyne's who only needs half a yard to get uh, his little curling crosses in. That he does so it's, it wasn't an easy job i think probably towards the end of the first half it started to get a little bit more difficult for fred obviously when you're following someone around for that amount of time there's always going to be lapses of concentration especially when you're a player like fred but i thought he did really well actually i don't think kevin de bruyne did much in the first half and then the last one i want to touch on was marshall um he came off at halftime because he was injured there was reports before the game about um, the injury he had, and Ten Hag said he trained, and they would have to see how he is in the mo- in the morning. He started the game, um, and just just out to anyone. What what did you think of his performance in the first half? Considering, well, you can consider the context or not. Yeah, no, of course you have to consider context, but it looked like every other Martial performance. So whether he was injured or not. It's something that I'm familiar with. Like he can't trick me. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> like <laughs> I totally even forgot he was injured because this is what yeah. I'm used to. Now, don't get me wrong, you know, when Marshall's on a pitch, there's certain things that we're able to do that we that we can't do when he's not on a pitch. I.e., you know, when the ball gets played to him, the very simple things like passing it back, controlling, maybe bringing others into play you know, that's what he can do. But let's not overstate that also because that's that's a very basic aspect of playing number nine, right? And unfortunately, he's the only number nine in this team. But you can, you can bring an under-21 uh, player and he'd do exactly the same thing. So he's not doing anything great, right? And we'll probably see... Um, Couldn't disagree more. With you. I feel like he didn't do anything great. And we'll see when this big youth comes in, he's going to do exactly the same thing Marshall has done. <laughs> and he's going to look exactly the same, in my opinion. <laughs> we would not disagree more. Um, because you you were... I, I wouldn't say you were defending Marshall, but you were kind of... Like, a lot of the discourse was... I, provide, I added a bit more nuance to the, to the, to the discussion yeah. because people, yeah. people have a very basic understanding of hold-up play and combination play and link play. They think, like Seb just said, it's a very basic, normal thing. That If it was a very basic, normal thing that any striker could do, then there would be a hundred strikers in the world that's good at it where, where there isn't. There's literally like a handful you can name off the top of the head that's good at it. Erling Haaland can't do it, which is why he touches the ball 20 times a game. So he scores goals, he plays for a team that creates a good volume of chances, fair enough, but he isn't a, he can't hold up the ball, he can't bring people into play, and he's considered one of the best strikers in the world. So it's not a normal thing that any striker could do. And no under 21 striker could not come in and compete against fully grown Premier League centre backs, hold up the ball and bring other guys into play. Like you <laughs> have you ever seen that? Like you hardly ever see that. 
Hugo could definitely come in and do that. No, he couldn't. No, no, no. And you're talking about holding up the ball. Hugo doesn't even do that in the under-21s. Why is he going to do that in the under-21s? Wait, wait, wait. So we're talking about holding up the ball, yeah? Wait, one second. Holding up the ball is something that's been taught I'm going to mute So holding up the ball is something that's taught at, you know, youth level, right? As like so someone dribbling, so shooting, so passing, all that all doesn't make life. someone elite, eh? right? <laughs> like, so that's what? very. I didn't say elite. See, like I didn't go that far. I said that's well, a said very, a very basic skill. It's a it is a very basic skill. It's a very basic skill. It is a basic skill set. It's not a basic skill set. Everyone gets taught that as a kid. As everyone gets taught that as a kid, as a number nine, everyone gets taught to pass and shoot and cross as well. That doesn't mean they're good at it. Very basic skill set. Very, very basic skill set. Like you can literally teach a dummy, same way how Conte taught Lukaku. I don't, to I do don't that think you understand how Holland play works. Then, right? I, 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 I do because I've, I've played. Do you know what I'm saying? So, and I played. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think you do. <laughs> so yeah. So like same way how Conte was able to get Lukaku to do that for a season, it can be. But taught, yeah, Lukaku, be that's what I'm saying. Then. Lukaku didn't do that though. He didn't. He played on the last he, shoulder. He did for Inter Milan. Nah, yeah, he, he, he dropped in, and it was it. Like, yes, he did. When, no, they, when they not. won the league, oh my god! When they he won the league, this guy he was literally playing on the line. The, was, the guy that held up the ball and was dropping in and holding up the ball way better. He was holding up the ball way better. He was holding up the ball way better than what he was doing at Man United. That's a. I mean, look, that is just flat out not true. not true. I don't think he did. I watched him a lot because obviously, um, you had you, you had your yeah, <laughs> do, you know what's, do you know what's mad? I had to get Sky because Lukaku was my boy leaving United, so I had to get Sky for, for that season. And yeah, he wasn't holding up the ball really. He was on the no, turn. He was, 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 when he came back to the Premier, he was not holding up the ball. Nah, yeah. for Belgium, nah. he was not holding up the ball. He's never nah, done it. It, it, didn't, it didn't improve. Because basic skill, Lukaku can't do it. So like, he, he Lukaku, I'm sure Lukaku got taught it at youth level as well, but he can't do it for such he, a basic he, skill. It is a basic skill. But you, but somehow Lukaku can't do it. Okay, so that's that more basic. on him. That's more on him. It, it's a very basic score. A lot of players... Somehow lot of players one of the best strikers in the world can't do it. Surely yeah, one of the best strikers exactly. in the world can do a basic skill. You, you do what you're great at. You play to your strengths. But if it's basic, surely a great player should be good at it. If it's basic. Like some players can finish in the box. Some players are, are better from outside of the box. Like shooting, everyone gets taught to shoot. Some players can't, cannot bang from outside the box. You saw Van Nistelrooy make a career at that. Like, that's a Maybe basic skill. It's not a basic skill. <laughs> you just play, you play to your strengths. Okay, but Martial, he's going to continue to divide, divide opinion. One thing he doesn't divide opinion on is the fact that the guy has, right now he's made of fucking paper and he came off injured with probably the same um, problem he had um, that coming into the game. And... The change that we all thought Rafa was going to come off because he had a knock, but apparently it was just um, a clash he had during the game rather than a pull. So um, Anthony comes on for Martial and Anthony plays through the middle rather than um, shifting it around. So maybe Bruno goes out left or Bruno goes number nine. Um, Sebi, what did you think of the Anthony change? I, uh, initially, I wanted Rashford to come off because obviously I thought 
the injury was more serious than it was. I mean, like he said earlier on, so he said after the game, it was like a bruised hip. So when you get like a bruise like that, it does sometimes feel like way worse than what it actually yeah. is. And especially if you've like injured that type of area, sometimes you get a bit scared or whatever. So when I saw Anthony come on, I was assuming it was uh, um, uh, Rashford. But then when I saw it was for Martial, I was thinking, okay, cool, Rashford, go up top. And then when I saw Anthony on top, I was like, all right, cool. Ten Hag, for you doing a bit too much here. And um, don't don't try to do too many tricks. Just keep it basic and let's let's stick to to like what we know as well. Um, so yeah, it was a bit weird. And then obviously Anthony was I don't know what he was doing up there. He was just yeah, he he, he, wasn't, um, he wasn't really doing too much. Reams, would you have would if you had the choice? Would you have put? Anthony on, or would you put on someone else? I, I would have put on Garnacho, but um, he put on um, he put Anthony on. I think for like ten minutes, maybe fifteen, he played him through the middle, and then I think after City scored, he moved him onto the right and put Bruno back through the middle. Yeah, as soon as he did that, we started pressing good again because yeah. for like the whole for the first like fifteen minutes of the second half, like we completely lost our, our discipline and pressing. KDB was finding pockets of space. Mares was combining with him on the wing easily, and then after after the goal, it's like we like we like woke back up again. I started pressing good again. Rashford was aggressive in his pressing. Bruno was aggressive in his pressing. Malasia was pressing up on Mares, forcing Edison to go long, and then obviously one, as soon as he brought on Garnacho, you had a threat to 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 you had a threat back in behind again to um capitalise against City's high line. So, yeah, I would have brought on Garnacho immediately because I think we would st- we'd have, we'd have still been able to maintain some threat. Anthony didn't really provide anything. Even when, like, he, he got switched back over to his, like, preferred position, he didn't really provide anything. But sometimes, though, just good fortune <laughs> just works out for you if you, if you if you give yourself a chance to win. Yeah, and um, I, I want to talk about something before the goal because it was, a, it was I think it was something where... Garnacho tried to run at Aken Walker, then he lost the ball. But I, I, I felt like you, you, you spoke about the change of Bruno going up top. But I felt like there was a time where I think the ball was played into Rashford, and he was able to hold it up against Rodri and was able to flick it, and then was able, able to set Garnacho. It was against, against Ake. It was against Ake. Yeah, it was against Ake. So and, yeah. and then he was, and then he was able to set um, Garnacho free. And I feel like first of I all, I think what I, happened was the ball come to Rashford. Yeah. He's like controlled it with his knee, then he's like flicked it to Fred, and Fred has released Garnacho. Yeah. And then that's when he that's when he like ran out um Akanji and, and, and Kyle Walker. Yeah. So one for me, it was just like it was good to see Rashford having good hold up play under pressure and uh, uh, and then linking it because that's what one of the big criticisms of, of him playing up front. And I felt like that was like our first it wasn't like our first like attack but it just felt like we got some of our threat back and then our first line of danger really yeah and then the and then the goal which was very controversial between all all of you do you think that goal should have been called as offside 100% come on completely blocked the line of vision for both Akanji and even Edison like that should have been Everything like, Edison done is in anticipation for Rashford shooting. Yeah. Like, everything Even he everything did. Akanji did, like, but if you look at the letter of the law, okay, cool. But if you look at what Akanji did, I, for me, I think Akanji should still play to the whistle. But obviously, he's the he's the one who's played Rashford offside. And but, so he's, expecting, he's, expe- he's expecting the flag to go up. 
But, 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 but isn't it now? Now they just play on until. Yes. Yeah, so the thing is, he, you can't. He can't even play to to the whistle now. It's like they play on until, yeah. like they either score or it plays out, and the the the, the flag gets risen. He yeah, I actually it was a bit lazy played. From him, actually, no, he no, but, he, but he played Rashford offside. Rashford was obviously offside, and mm. Rashford was offside, and he didn't expect Rashford not to touch it. So it's like. It's expecting a lot of a country to say, "Ah, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna expect all, all these things." But I mean, because listen, Rashford like, literally, Rashford literally does everything you expect a player to do when they're gonna run on the ball. Yeah. yeah, he literally he made the run. He continued his run. He ran towards the ball. He literally stopped. He was right gonna before, hit. He literally stopped right before the the moment you expect a player to like yeah. pass or shoot or whatever. So as soon as Rashford gets to the ball, a country just stops. Because in his but mind, he's thinking, okay, Rashford is just, he's going to touch this ball. He's offside. Like, you know what I mean? But even when Rashford first runs offside, Akanji doesn't follow him initially. He just lets him go because he thinks, yeah, the whistle. Yeah, he's offside. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But obviously, the game plays on, and like Allah just said. So for, for me, Akanji should still follow play. I think he's, he hesitates a little bit because he thinks he, 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 does, he does follow play. He does run behind him. But like, in his mind, he's thinking Rashford's yeah. about to touch his ball. Like, yeah. If Rashford yeah. wasn't there, he would have made an attempt to like get the ball. I think a more I think a more stupid player just follows Rashford through and tackles him, but Akanji's doing all the math in his head and <laughs> hold that. <laughs> hold that, bro. You thought you my calculations at this angle, there's no chance yeah. Rashford. <laughs> yeah, for me, I just I don't even know, man. Like, yeah, like, I totally agree. <laughs> but I, I just don't don't know if it's offside or not, you know, like because Everyone always says, like, like you know, from the start, like, play to the whistle. But I get it. Everybody's been influenced. So, initially, I thought it was offside. But now, I just, I don't even know. <laughs> the, the thing is, is that by the letter of the law, it's not offside. That's why I'm saying I don't even know. Because the, the letter of the law doesn't take into play context. Exactly. Right? And there's actually yeah. context there. Right, it's not as black and white as what the letter of law is saying. So that's why I'm saying I don't know. It literally is down to the referee, actually. Even the way I interpret the letter of the law to me says it's offside. Like, like I'm the same because I still feel like Rashford influenced the opponents with their decisions. So Edison um, and uh, Akanji, what they done was influenced by what the what. Rashford done and he stopped right before the ball he literally did everything someone that's active in play would do except for touch the ball I think I think but for Bruno's shout he's going to hit it anyway yeah Yeah. he he was going to touch it yeah he's going to hit it yeah but for Bruno being a little bit clever he's hitting that and but you know what? To be fair, last season I remember that chance we had against Leicester, Rashford last minute, and uh, Langer took it off him when he was in a offside position. So I mean, that shows the difference in the brain power between those between those two. And then the second goal, um, Sebi, I'm gonna just let you take away on this one. Yeah, man, I was I was really really proud of that goal because it's a it's like a, a different type of goal, kind of like a, a poacher's instinctive type goal um, from Rashford. Do you know what it was? Because for me, again, I thought like the injury was worse than than it is uh, than it was actually. Well, we'll we'll find out a bit more. We'll see because I don't want to speak too soon on that. So I was just begging for this guy to come off, bro. I was like, listen, there's gonna be bigger games or whatever. Um, and in one of our other group chats. 
um, oh, last season I got dumped on because we were basically battling Rashford and Grealish. Like, like some people in this group, chat think Grealish is better. I've always said that Rashford is way better than Grealish, and Grealish has had a free row at Villa. That's why he looked as good as he, as he did. So when Grealish scored, I was like, ah, cool, my head's gone. But then <laughs> obviously, fucking yeah, Rash getting the winner and Ganacho. I just I don't know about that. I don't know about him. Like I know he's really really good. I don't know who he plays like. I don't know what he plays like, but I love that he's really, really confident. And I love like he plays like a proper winger. Um, it's something that we've we've definitely missed a lot. And um the guy's 18, but he's he's quick, he's able to to like go past players, he's able to like quickly turn and create things. And yeah, I'm really, really impressed with him. So yeah, man, I was happy with the finish and um, yeah, like obviously we, we we get the winner and that's Rashford's what um, nine consecutive goals or eight or something like that. Yeah, or whatever. Not, I, I think it's not. I think it's nine home games. Nine consecutive uh, uh, goals, which is uh, he's tied the record with one random guy from the nineteen fifties or something. Dennis like Boylet. <laughs> Dennis yeah, Law yeah, is not yeah. a random guy, bro. No, it wasn't Dennis Law. No, not Dennis Law. Dennis Wilder or something like that. Yeah. Oh, swear. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, some random guy. So, yeah, he's <laughs> got the hey. record. No, hey, come hey, on, man. Hey, I know he did the stories, man. <laughs> uh, but speak, speaking of Khan, actually, I was going to ask about him. Um, in terms, the thing is, is that in terms of his role, like, would you like to see him, like, starting more games, but in terms of, for example, if Marshall w- w- wasn't to be fit in our start, star on eleven, would you like to see Garnacho from the, from the start of games? Yeah, definitely. I don't know, man. I'm feeling I the impact up right now. I would have loved it. No, I definitely want to see more of him because obviously I haven't been able to assess him as others have at youth level or whatever. I've only seen like the games he's played for United this season, so I want to see a bit more of him. And I think if Martial's out and you're going to put Rashford up top, who goes on the left then? I think you leave Rashford on the left and bring in the guy that you designed to play up front. Oh, yeah, true. We got um, <laughs> we got the big like the big eat now, isn't it? Big yeah, yeah. I even forgot about him still. Yeah. Maybe not then. I'd probably just leave Rash on the left. But if Rash is going to go up top, like Elijah said, then I would definitely want to see more of Ganacha. But if not, then leave Rash where he is. Um, we wanted to touch on Wambasaka actually, because um, we actually b- b- before the World Cup, we thought this guy was in the mud. Um, he, he wasn't he was. being used at all. It was been Tyrone Malasio, right? But like. I don't think you could be any more in the mud than that. <laughs> yeah, especially with his... Oh, yeah. that um, but against Man City, he was pulling up some. He was he was pulling off some. Oh, right, man, skills. <laughs> that little phase of play there was mental. Listen, yeah, for the for the Bruno Fernandez goal, yeah. Nine times out of ten, that goal wouldn't have happened because we would have turned the ball over and the press it. But the way Juan Bissaka was able to break their press and find Casemiro for that goal is really what led to that goal happening. Yeah. Because when, when Man City press you aggressively in the corner like that, nine times out of ten, that's a that's just a hoof up the pitch and a turnover. But he was able to do some crazy stuff to break that press, find Casemiro with a pass. And I was like, what the hell did I just watch? And like five minutes before that, he like did the same thing again, made Rodri eat grass. And then <laughs> it ended up with us being able to shift the ball over to the left for another like 1v1 I was like wait a minute I've never seen him like probably like our, our like our most least technical player 
was the one that did the best against City's press um, in that game. So it was just it was just a joke performance, but like he's actually balling out. But you know what with Van Plucky is mad because there are times where he will just pull off like like he trusts he actually trusts in the little ability he has where he will just try and pull off some mad things where he's like composed, but a lot of the time it doesn't work out because Do you know what obviously... he's just so he's just so he's just so snaky, like like the things he could like the way his legs and his body moves, like he's so agile, mm. like he could turn on a sixpence, like he could stretch his feet to places that normal players can't, like he could bend his body in like crazy ways, like <laughs> and it just leads to him like being able to do stuff that who's this? Um Wambazaka. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very unorthodox the way he yeah, plays. Yeah, like that's 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 the best way to describe it. Like you have no idea what he's about to do next. Yeah, very hard to predict because his legs don't follow the usual movements you expect. <laughs> My like yeah. spider, bro. That's he he's actually a spider, spider bro. He actually is. Yeah. <laughs> My like spider, bro. I'm actually quite happy for him, man, because uh, well, one's very selfish because he costs a lot of money. So he costs a lot of money, and I'm like, all right, listen, if we're selling this guy. Like nobody was like was was interested in the summer. All I was hearing about was loans and very very low fees and ten million. And I'm like I'm like no man, we can't we can't go outside like this. So for him to you know get this little run of form, uh, and that's obviously football. Player gets injured, you get to come and prove yourself again. And obviously the summer break kind of the World Cup kind of helped him as well. But yeah, to get this little run of form and to to kind of step it up and and be a valuable asset for the team. I'm I'm really, really, really happy for him, man. And um I know like Gusto is is the is the right back of choice for uh, Reams uh, and Nikki in, in in the chat. And um, I'm sold Reams has sold it to me to be honest. Like I, I've ne- I've not watched this guy play but I'm ready <laughs> telling people this guy, I'm telling Brother. people oh I, I I'm telling people this guy's the best player the best right back in the world now off of Reams like, yeah, yeah yeah Gusto so I'm all sold in it so obviously that means like you know one of them have to cut but um yeah I'm just happy he's managed to regain some form the best thing about it now is that he's played himself back into like being like a valuable asset if that makes sense yeah. Like in 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 the summer, his stocks was nothing. Like he wasn't an asset at all. He was like a liability on on our books. Like someone that wasn't giving us no minutes, and we wasn't gonna make any money off of him. Now you could probably go sell him for like twenty million in the summer, and like he could go start somewhere in the Premier League and be a good Premier League player, and we could bring in the best right back in the world. So that sounds like a win win to me. Yeah, and then also on the other side, Malasha, he had um at, at the start of the season he had back back to back difficult games with Arsenal and Man City. I say back-to-back, they were like like four weeks apart. But um, yeah, um, against Mares, he actually done pretty well, even though the goal did come down his side. Um, Rodney, considering your speech the other week about um, last year, well, what did you think think of his performance? Defensively, he did well. I don't, I don't think my issue with him is defensive, really. I think going forward, it was a little bit overstated. Or like, I hadn't watched him, and um, a lot were saying going forward he's more than decent. I don't think so. Or maybe we're just not at the level where he can showcase it because we're not, we don't really utilize the full as well as we should at the moment. But I don't. Attacking wise, it's not great. I'm not really impressed. I feel like with him, he reminds me of Shaw when he was younger in terms of in terms of crossing the ball, like in the air. Yeah. Really poor at it. But, yeah, it's, but, it's bad. 
but like cutbacks and low driven crosses, he's actually quite good at. And then finding passes, um, he he he's a bit safe, um, in terms of his passing. Very and, safe for me, but again, and I do think even his uh, even his overlaps as well. He doesn't really give his winger as many as many options as as like Shaw Shaw does. But um, yeah. yeah, it was a good it was a good performance. Just overall, like offensively, maybe I expected a little bit more of him. But maybe that's just because I hadn't watched him before and I was just going on what a lot of the other people said. But yeah, um, I have been critical of him. Not really defensively, just overall as a fullback that what we needed. We needed it in the both ends. But obviously Shaw's what he is now, so it's it's not really a it's not really a massive deal if he's not that great attacking because he's not really our starting left back. But yesterday, or not yesterday, was it yesterday? No, Saturday. Saturday Saturday, Saturday, did, Saturday did really well. Yeah. To be fair to him. Yeah. Good performance. Um so considering that we've won we've won the game, uh I believe we have eighteen points from we have thirty-eight points from 18 games, if I remember correctly. Correct, yeah. Yes, we do. Um, we're fourth level with Newcastle, nine, nine points behind Arsenal. Um, I've seen I've seen a lot of talk of title credentials and things, mm. things like that. Um, what what are you lot stance on where what we could do this season is the most we could do uh tentative title challenge or or is it just top four it should just be top four to be honest with you um a lot of the arsenal fans are looking and if we beat palace and we beat them i believe it's like we're three points behind them but they might have a game in hand on this city so it's hard to kind of deny that you're in the title race if you're only three points behind the player um the team in first but i don't i don't see us beating both palace and arsenal so with that being said i think top four should all was the aim at the start of the season and right as of right now it still is for Rims? me I want to go Rims I think minimum top three I think I think we're for sure at least the third best team in the country at the moment I don't think we have enough quality or depth you have to have one or the other to win the league I think Arsenal have quality in their XI but they don't really have the depth and City have both um so yeah, I think they're they're in a better position right now, um, to win the league than us. But I think I think we're better than Newcastle. Um, I do too. I think we're, we're better than Newcastle. Yeah. Defensively, at the moment, we're not far off of them, are we? I think Newcastle defensively is really good. Like they they know how to grind out results, mm. and like they've they've got a bit of like shit houseery about them as well. So I think Newcastle will finish fourth. But I think when it when it when it all when it's all said and done we should we should finish top three we could even finish second to be honest like with how city are playing right now but I don't think we're gonna um I don't see us not dropping silly points over yeah. the over over the rest of the season whereas Arsenal like Arsenal have like faced jeopardy this season and they've been they've like breezed through it like every time other than other than against United they've like breezed through it every time like they've gone behind they've come back they've had injuries they've barely missed a beat like you know what I mean so I think Arsenal are, are definitely playing the best in the league right now so I think it's definitely them like what might hurt them is like the, is like the depth thing but we'll, we'll see we'll see how that goes with us we're still in four competitions as well so yeah. I, I, I don't see it, it's just it, it would it would be it would just be crazy if it happened like I don't really see it like but if we beat City if we beat Palace and we beat Arsenal then it's kind of hard to like 
deny that in a title race, but being in a title race still don't mean you're gonna win the title. It's like a race, like someone's gonna lose. <laughs> like so, um, but yeah, I think right now, top three, couple cups. Yeah, I, I agree, man. I don't I don't think it's hard like 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 Reams and said, it's hard to deny if we beat both Palace and Arsenal. But um I kinda hope Arsenal. we don't be one of them now because <laughs> we're in the title race, lads. We're in the title race. Because I don't, I don't, I, I don't mind being in the title race, but like, bro, like, yeah. But look, we're in the title race, but Arsenal are favourites, and that's what I, I think just fans need to that distinguishes that. My my ultimate aim for this season is to be in the title race, and if we don't win the title, I don't want to be ten points off first. Like, I can't lie. I can't. I, I can't say I'm in a title race. If, for me, if you're within five points. Then I think that you're in the title race. Obviously, there's yeah. we're, we're nine points behind, and there's about sixty points to play for. So mathematically, like we're still there, but that means we we have to like basically like win out, and Arsenal have to drop like three, four games, and expect mm-hmm. and us not drop any games. Like you know what I mean? So, <sighs> yeah, it's not. I think it's, it's gonna be difficult. It's gonna be difficult to win the title, but like I'd be happy like if one we finish above City. And two, it's like if we lose or if we don't win the title, the gap at the end of the season is like five points or four points or six points. I don't want to be doing this 10, 15, 18, 21 points anymore. Do you know what I'm trying to say? That, that's what dead. I will say is though, Seb, if we get come away from Arsenal game with some points, right? Arsenal yeah. and City still have to play each other twice. And, yeah, and at that yeah. point, we would have already played both of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we do have to go to most away grounds, barring City. So, um, yeah, so like, we, so we're, we've gone to we've we've already gone to City, and we're going to Arsenal on Sunday. After yeah, then that, we've got, we've got Chelsea. and then and, the, no, we've, and we've already played Chelsea away. We've played we've played Chelsea, but we but yeah. we would have Liverpool, Spurs, and Newcastle away. We have yeah. we, we would have Brighton away as well. Um, That's a tough one at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Brighton, 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 Brighton are kind of spooky right now, but yeah, Brighton yeah. away. But I but think what, apart, apart my, my overarching point is Arsenal and City have to take points from each other. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if we say 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 if at the end of this week we're six points behind Arsenal, yeah, and then they still have to go to City and get six points from City, like yeah. you like you never know. That's not a terrible position to be in, but we'll we'll see in it. We have no. to beat Arsenal first. I think if we're in that position, then we—I think we pretty much solidified top four. If we're only three points off Arsenal, I think it'd be—we'd have to lose three or four games to to drop out of top four. Yeah, I think, like I think if we beat Palace on on Wednesday, I think. Yeah, I think we're, we're, we're in a pretty good shape for top four. Yeah. Because how far how far are in front of we? Sorry, who's in fifth? Spurs are fifth with thirty-three points, but they've played the game more. Exactly. So, we'll be, so eight we'll points. We'll be eight points clear. I think uh, we shouldn't really be losing two free, two free games without Spurs, without Spurs dropping points themselves with the way yeah. they're playing. So us and Chelsea would have to go on a mazy run themselves. So I think if we beat Palace and we can grab even a point from Arsenal, I think top four is pretty much ours to lose, and that's a good position for me. Yeah. Um. And also, I was looking at the fixtures and. Pretty much until the end of the season, we have like one big game a month, but I'm not sure how that will shake out in terms of the FA Cup if we get far mm. in that. Whether there's going to be a Europa League game before those as well, but um, it's it's looking like w- w- once we get past this period where we've got a lot of games, um, it should ease up a bit in terms of the difficulty and 
prioritizing the games that we have. But um, we'll see. We, you went on to Palace before, and um, we're facing them on Wednesday, I, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wednesday. Uh, this is away, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, Park. Um. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So, whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Palace have been in pretty poor form this season, to be fair. Against the top sides, they've not done well. Um, Even against the poorer sides, they've not done well. They're, they're really struggling. They're just yeah. really not clicking. I think Pat has got a job on his hands to turn things around at the moment because Saha's not playing and that's their star player. In terms of like people you look for, look to to win the games, so yeah, I mean they've got a few young pieces who obviously over a season are not going to be consistent as you need them to. So I think Palace for us, even if we rest a few for Arsenal, I think we can comfortably win that. That was what I was going to come on to because annoyingly, because of the way the season is, we're we're, we're in the middle of Jan, but we will this going to be our this going to be our nineteenth game and. If you receive five yellow cards before then, you get an automatic one-match ban. And Casemiro and Fred are on uh, one are on four yellow cards. So if they were to play against Palace and get a yellow card, they would be suspended for Arsenal. And there's a bit of, of a debate between United fans about whether we should start them too. Um, Seb, what do you think about that? Oh, man, I think we have to start Casemiro because... Man, yeah, without him, it's, it's looking real, real spooky. Um, yeah, man, uh, Fred, less less so for Palace. I feel like we'll have the the lion's share of the ball for Palace and I feel like maybe Ericsson will be um, suitable for that game. Um, you know, I don't want to start saying mythical stuff, but, you know, this would be ideal scenario for uh, Iqbal, do you know what I mean, to come in. And play, but obviously, you you know, that's probably miles away from happening. So, yeah, man, I think Casemiro has to start, Fred has to chill. But I don't know, man, I need that Arsenal game is is really, really important. And actually, to be fair, Palace played yesterday, right? Yes, they they played yesterday. Um, they were they were really, I'm I'm assuming they should, they they probably will be resting players as well. Uh, Probably not. I mean, yeah, I, don't, I, I, I don't think they will, but um, I, um, Anderson got injured, so I don't think he's going to play in that game. So they'll probably be playing. Damn it! <laughs> oh, um, man. I don't know, man. It's a bit of a, it's a, bit of a tricky one. I would, I'd hate to be the manager here because damned if you do, damned if you don't. You know, if we get slapped up by Palace and Casemiro and that's not playing, and we'll be like, oh, he's a professional footballer. Why do you play him? If Casemiro plays and on a fucking 65th minute, gets a yellow card, it's like, we're going to be fuming. <laughs> yeah. So I, there's, there's, no win, there's no win, in my opinion. I wouldn't play either of them, to be honest with you. That, for me, obviously, I'm speaking from a fan point of view. That Arsenal game is a big one for me. Like, 
Um, maybe in the context of the season, it's not really that massive. But massive then again, yeah, sorry, sorry, Rodney. What I say is, then again, is Palace is our game in hand, right? If we win against Palace, which is our game in hand on Spurs, and if we're talking about top four, we go eight points clear. If we're not chasing a title and we're not in a title race, then ultimately the Arsenal game is less important than the Palace game. Ah, man, I can't take Arsenal fans if we lose that game. I can't do it, man. I I understand that logic. That logic makes perfect sense to me. But in my mind, I'm thinking we're one we're the one of the hottest teams in the league right now. We're playing against a team that's in free fall struggling. Yeah, if we, we can't if we can't beat them without Casemiro, then like yeah, it's mental. We're just not that good. Like you know what I mean? Like I think I think I trust our coach and like the players we have enough to be able to get a result against a struggling team without like one, two players. Like, you know what I mean? And I think, yeah, I agree. And I think we're about to play three games in a week. Like, do you really want your players to be more tired or more worn out against the team that's more likely to beat us or the team that we're more likely to beat? Mm. If we're like drawing or losing, you can bring them on and see exactly. if they can salvage the game. But for me, I'm going to go with McTominay and Ericsson against Palace. Palace are yeah. awful. Casemiro's a guy that gets through a lot of work as well. Do you really want him to like nah, I'm not get through that. a lot of work against Palace and have to go? He's going to yellow card in the first five minutes. And 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 the and the thing is, in the Arsenal game, he he wouldn't even get suspended for the next game because the thing will be done for us. So it so it'll be fine. And yeah. it's just, I mean, Casemiro did look tired against City as well. He he didn't have have his greatest game. And he, he he has been looking a bit leggy in places, even even though he's still been good. So I do feel like this this would have been a game I w- would have yeah, rushed him for anyway. But the Premier League are pricks for organising it at this time as well. They sprang it on us like 10 days ago and they had to uh, apologise to us because they were taking the piss. But um, yeah, that's... that's I don't think they had a choice, though, really, because the, the the time when we would have really been able to play is when we're going to be playing flipping Barcelona. Well, Barcelona but, but but still, I mean, yeah, it's that's like with like ten days notice as well. That's yeah. It's a bit, I think I think they had to wait until after the is it the Carling Cup games that we played, right? Yeah, but it that does that doesn't really matter to be fair because we were already through to the quarterfinal, so we were already going to face. Charlton, this midweek has always been free. Um, so maybe they thought they might have been able to organise it on the FA Cup weekend if we got not locked out or something. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, man. It seems this happens when you're in all four fronts, isn't it? Let's go. Yeah. Um, that, I mean... But also, let's not feel sorry for ourselves. Palace are in the same situation for this shit as well. They're playing Sunday. Play, actually, even worse, they played Sunday and they played Saturday at 5 yeah, we, we played at 12 o'clock on Saturday as well. So, like, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> so like they're in a worse situation, really. So. And we're playing, not playing again until Sunday, right? yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so. Palace are playing at 5 30 on Saturday. Who they playing? Um, I'm not even sure who they've got. I think it's a big game for them, though. Let me yeah, they, they got a tough run coming up, like, they could get they could slide back into a relegation. Oh, sorry, they, they got Newcastle, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, interesting. I, I, I'm assuming Vieira's going to want to take points off us, to be honest. He needs them. 
Yeah, he needs them. I think I think right now Newcastle and United, he can't really have free hits at them. He has to go out and try and win those games. They're not that free hit games. There's a lot of pressure on him to win those games. That's true. But we'll see anyway. Where yeah. are they in the table? They're twelfth, but they have one win since um November when they beat West Ham, the start oh, of the start of November. How can they be twelfth on only one win since November? They had they had a pretty decent start to it, to be fair. Okay, cool. Fair enough. Yeah. Um and then obviously the Arsenal game is what six day, six days away, but we won't be able to speak about it until next week, so we might as well delve into it. Um he, blanking out what's happening with Palace. Um what do you think is this a game that you, is this a game where you think Ten Hag is going to try to set up in a similar way to City, where he's going to try to negate them first and then build from there, or is he going to try to impose? Nah, it, it, I think somewhat. I think he's got to try and weather their early onslaughts. I think he's going to have to try and weather Arsenal early on, and then pray we can get into the first half nil nil, and then go from there. I think do you know? Do you know what's so interesting is that in the reverse fixture we won three one. We actually started well until the Martinelli disallowed goal. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The the correctly did 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 goal. Um, but yeah, and then after that, our Arsenal were the dominant team throughout throughout the game. To be fair, but it's interesting because the Arsenal decisions have always start, started well. Oh mate, they start. Like their lives depend on it, bro. Well, you yeah. know what? Yeah, Arsenal, Arsenal, when they go in front, they start <coughs> shipping, they start shipping chances like crazy. Mm. Like it happened against Brighton, it happened against Tottenham. Like once they take a lead, like yeah, they kind of take their foot off the gas. A they little take bit. their foot off the gas. Yeah, like, they go out is hard. There, is there a scenario lead. where Arteta does the absolute opposite and gives United the ball? Absolutely Who's the not. team that we no. played? Uh, was it City or Liverpool? I can't remember. Maybe last season or a few years ago when we was doing the counter-attack thing and then they gave us the ball. I feel like it was Liverpool. And I think it was, was it not Tottenham? It was. It was I thought it no, was because we lost the game because basically what happened is like we was going through that season. I think it might have been Oli where we were just counter-attacking all the big teams to death and then one big team gave us the ball and I want to say it's Liverpool and they banged us. Oh, I can't remember who it was, man. But what, one big season? team gave... No, nah, the season before, I think. Uh, one big team basically just gave us the ball and was just passing around for ages and we didn't know what to do with it. Do you know what I'm saying? So I think I'm, sure that that, was, I'm sure that was when we played City, bro. They just let I us think, yeah, that's I think it might be the City yes. and Liverpool, one of them. It was it was City, I think it was the nil nil. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, we just didn't know what to do. So, yeah. um, I, obviously, I think we have a better team now. And you know, if he, if you give us the ball, I think we'll, we'll hurt, we'll hurt you. But I don't know if Arteta goes super aggressive against us. He definitely is. There's, he's he's going to play the same way he plays every game. He just knows one way. way. Interesting. Yeah. Press from the front. Yeah. Pass through yeah. the phases. Yeah. But do you know what could help us? You know, if we play um, the big man and. We lump it up to him to beat to beat the press and play from there. I think that would be a good a good tactic. I do think that is what he's he's going to do. But it's that'll also, be a great tactic. It's, 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 it's also something interesting. Reem said in terms of once they go ahead, they start to ship chances. But it also could yeah. just be a fact that they put so much into the the first 15, yeah. 20 minutes that they just get has to be a drop off. 
I I think for the first half we start like the 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 big man and um we don't even try to be that press uh via playing we play it up to him and then we play from there mm. because um yeah man I think that you know like Arsenal's pressing as you guys mentioned the first fifteen is like super intense and there's no point in making mistakes and also De Gea we're looking at his passing and whatever we don't want to really risk anything so. Yeah, I feel I, I'd do that anyway if, if I was. Um, I don't know I if I see Ten Hag doing that though. I think he's going to try and play his game as well as trying to style for Arsenal. I don't well, see him lumbering. I think Ten Hag's going to do exactly what Seb's suggesting. That, um, yeah. When when we play when we play against a team that presses well, we're not going to try to build from the back because we just don't have the personnel to do it. The gear isn't equipped to do it. It's better to go long. See if Weghorst could win the ball, then try win the second balls and go from there. Like when you got guys like Casemiro, Fred. Have we who, done that this season? Though, in any stuff, we yeah, we did Man, it. Uh, we, we do it against every team Man City. as well. We did, did it against did Man City. We, yeah, we did it against Man City, bro. We did it against Man City. We we've done it quite against a, a couple of teams actually. When it's the, the only reason why you haven't seen it recently. Playing out against City, huh? I didn't think we did that that bad playing out against City. We didn't nah, do the it. Yeah, yeah, pumped it long pretty much every opportunity you got. Yeah, we actually have been doing it up until recently because it's actually funny. Like on uh, Elijah, one of the, the group chat that we're in, that they were calling Ten Hag a long ball manager. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. literally, like well, the people that have an agenda against Ten Hag. Are calling him a long <laughs> that's ball that's not. But I, I don't know. I don't know why people thought Ten Hag was gonna come in and be like Pep Guardiola or something like that. Be, like, no, yeah. no, because <laughs> because they said he he worked at Ajax, he worked at Bayern with Guardiola, so he was Guardiola, even though they knew nothing about him. This guy, <laughs> I have no idea how he plays. I have no idea that he likes big, big, yeah, big he likes it's so funny, but um, yeah, it's interesting. But, but still, still, again, with Arsenal, they've got Saliba and Gabriel who are very good in the air, so even with that, and plus, they, they have Pai and Jacqueline there who, who could help to block in front of a like a workhorse or a Martial. So, I'm not sure how he's going to try to. I I would say have someone out there on the right, but I think he's gonna play Anthony that game, um, which is whatever. But um, in terms of what 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 um, result do you envisage in that game? Because for me, yeah, I think Arsenal are gonna either smash us up or it's gonna be a draw, in my opinion. I think expecting us to get three wins out of four against City and Arsenal this season is like yeah. <laughs> that might be too much to ask for. I take a draw. I take a draw. Honestly, I would. Yeah, I think we're gonna lose that game. We might do, you know. I, I, but yeah. I fucking hope not. But I think we might. Do I hope not as well. But it's just, I think it might just be a step too far at the moment. But oh, fuck's sake. Yeah, I, I think. Things I haven't gone that good for me as a United fan for a long time. I don't think. Yeah, I just, I, you know, what? That, that's what it is for me. I think expecting that from the this United. I don't know, man. Do you know what? John the crazy thing is, I would just take a good per- performance, like even against City. I, I, I would actually just take take a decent. I, 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 I would have just taken like like a decent performance. Well, and a loss. Yeah, I mean. I don't trust this team anyway. I don't rate them that highly. So just to hey, see progression, yeah, yeah. So just to see progression in terms of that, in terms yeah. of actually playing in a big game and just playing well in, in some sense, I would be happy with. 
just 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 to see some progression. But I mean, it of course it's going to be it, it would be disappointing if we lost that game. But I mean, I wouldn't mind losing it if it's just just their fans. Yeah, man. Yeah, just their fans. Honestly, I don't mind losing. Overall, I don't mind losing to Arsenal if I never had to hear from their fans. Like right now, it's just their fans. I can't take it. Yeah, but hey, man, we gave them that two-game head start, so you know (laughs) we gotta hold that. Um, yeah, let's let's move on to. In fact, we got with that. I mean, there was a bit of news today about our so in terms of contract extensions apparently we're negotiating with De Gea, Fred, Dallo and Shaw um, is there anyone there you you wouldn't want to be to be given a, con- a contract? No I don't mind as long as De Gea goes on less wages and we sign another keeper to um, at least compete with him I don't really mind. Fred, I'm guessing that's just so we can get a sell-on fee. And Dallow's been really good this season, so... I think Fred is a valuable squad player, so I, I, I don't mind keeping Fred, actually, to be honest. Like, I, I, I understand what he brings, and, um, yeah, man, it's, it's it's not that deep. Um, yeah, and like you said, De Gea, less money than you could stay, but ultimately with the goal to phase him out, um, and to be honest, you need like senior players in the team. Like, if you're going to try to go on anything next season, any title charge next season, someone who's been there and done it and been part of the system and knows everything would be great to, to, to have in that team. So, yeah, that's why I'd keep there. Yeah. Um, and also, Elanga's been linked with oh, uh, there was another contract one per Lestri from Fabrizio said that. Uh, apparently he's been attracting offers, but United have um, been rejecting it, and we're probably looking to extend his contract. He played well. He came on and played well against. Was it? Why wasn't he on the bench for City? Um, I just don't think we had enough space for him. Was Alanga on the bench? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, yeah, what you have to understand, yeah, Ten Hag is still playing that thing, man. You know, like. I don't want to upset the Apple Cart. Yeah, know, part Apple of the squad Cart. last Alanga. season. Yeah, like he was part of the squad last season. And yeah, like I ain't changing too much other than the starting lineup. Like I know he still does that aspect of things, which I don't like. He's still holding on to a few of these men from last season. But hopefully, you know, back in the season when these guys get offers or whatever, um, yeah, that can stop. My thing with Pelestri is if you're not going to have him in the squad after seeing that performance, then you've got to surely loan him. Uh, but the, the reports are saying that Ten Hag wants him to stay. Yeah, yeah. but then, then he's got to at least be on the bench ahead of... But with that like, being said, Langer. there's reports that he's going to play these cup games. Leaving as well. Yeah, so yeah. That, that, that's what I was going to get into. So there's reports that Elanga, there's interest from Everton and Dortmund for Elanga. Yeah, get rid of him. I mean... Everton are so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what is wrong with Everton? They, that, that's, mean, that's why they're putting their board of directors in headlocks and shit like that, and <laughs> running down their players' cars. Like, guys, 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 when that went in the chat, yeah, obviously, there's. there's... <laughs> <laughs> 
that's the funniest bit of news I've seen this year. Or 100%. I just get on myself constantly because I know we've got quite a diverse group. <laughs> no, but you know what? I thought I read the headline wrong, so, so, so I had to read it again. Um, yeah, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I need that first footage. But, um, but, but you know what? The funniest thing is that I read that apparently um, the police came out and said that the Everton didn't report any of this shit to them. So, um, so right now, it's looking, <laughs> looking like they, they made spare shit up. But I mean, I love that. Of that Outside of that, yeah, so Alanga's been linked with Dortmund. Um... <laughs> right, let me ask, wait, there's one more thing I want to ask you, like, just quickly. It's, it's a bit off topic, but I just want to, I think I might be a little bit mad. The fan that kicked Ramsdale, like, how do you lot actually feel about that? I think he's a dickhead. He's. Yeah, he's, he's insane. You, can't, you, you don't go to someone's job and kick them, bro. Like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> come on, bro. Be serious. No, but... From... Rodney, imagine someone just coming and just kicking you. Oh, it's Ramsdale is a troll. So I'm thinking, yeah, hold no, on. But the thing is, yeah, I think I'm a bastard because, yeah, you're right. <laughs> no. When you play like that, that man just coming to your job and just beating you, bro. Bro, no, the thing is, but yeah. doing your job good. No, but the thing is, that's the thing, like, he just thinking about it in the context of football. I was like, you know what, he's a dickhead, but it's that, but like, then when you think about it, really, that yeah, guy's like, insane. <laughs> like, that's just insanity. <laughs> but, um, the way the guy was dressed was killing me as well. Yeah, bro. Man was in a suit jacket the, the, and a scarf. The guy was trying to belly up as well, bro. He was killing me. He tried to duck out and belly up. He's in trouble, bro. Yeah. He's, in trouble. He's in trouble. Fucking idiot. Cool. What a nigga. Oh, bro. man. <laughs> Nah. That was hilarious. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, but not, like apart from that, also I will save the best to last. Uh, apparently, Newcastle have expressed an interest in Scott McTominay, and he's open to moving to Newcastle. Why? Give me fifty million, man. I don't mind. If we make 50 million of a Scott McTominay, then the I know it's gone. Fact. The game Where's up 50 million for me, man. Man, no, yeah, I would take Who that. they got in midfield? They've got bro, long staff. No, they've got long staff, Willock, Joe Linton, and Guy oh, No, their, their midfield is not technical. Where the hell is John Joe Shelby? Yeah, where is he? That guy is not playing football anymore. He's he is in top top. And how House of Smith live that that guy's definitely I know I know he's in top top every week, bro. Um, I thought face used to be lit. <laughs> Don't kill me. Um but um no, nah, but like I think Gimaresh had an injury on the weekend as well, and apparently it, it was really bad. Um, so, I just seen reports that it's only a couple of weeks. To be fair, oh, it's only a couple of weeks. So fair enough. Mm, yeah. Um, he's, but, um, he's, he was transformed. He's transformative. Long, you know? long staff McTominay, Joe Linton is a nasty midfield. That That's is insane. That is a gruesome midfield, bro. <laughs> that is an insane midfield. But the worst thing is, I would. But they're gonna run forever. 
I would hate yeah. to play against a midfield. I would. Yeah, they're gonna pair me with PMB. But to be bro. fair, that's how that's how Eddie's really been playing with Newcastle. They're very yeah. resilient and they're, they're high energy. Like if you watch Joe Linton, he's not. He doesn't really play like and like anything other than a defensive man. He's get. He does a job really well. So and the rest of them as well. Willock as well. They don't yeah. even play Saint Maximan anymore, but there's no, no, no. vibe in that team. No. It's just, yeah. it's just graft and dog. Yeah, that's what it is. I think he's just trying to get get through the season. But yeah. um, yeah, Saint Maximan's not playing. It speaks volumes, right? I think is Joe Linton taking his place in that team. Joe Willock. Joe Willock plays on Joe, the left. Joe Willock. Yeah. So where does Linton? Where does Joe Linton play? He plays in the field. mid. Where? Centre mid. I thought I've seen him on the left wing a few times. He, he, he played left wing against um. He played left wing against Arsenal, but I feel like before um, St. Maximan's injuries and then the dispute, he was playing in a midfield three with Guimaraes and Willock. And then Longstaff dropped out and then they had someone else on the left. But maybe now um, Isaac's back. They, they might play him on the left with Wilson up top. Man, I owe Eddie an apology, bruv. What he's doing with Joel Linton alone is mental, bruv. How can yeah, you make I think, that? I, I, think, I think Almiron's purple patch might finally be up, though. Like, he was tricking the league for a little while. Yeah, yeah. man. That, he was having that, a, that shit was never gonna last, bro. A goal of the month by himself in October, was it? <laughs> that shit was big <laughs> as hell, bro. Yeah, he wow. tricked me, man. I even had him in my FPL, bro. He tricked yeah, me. I know he was giving you no points in the I last month. Got him. <laughs> still got him. <laughs> giving you two points a game, bro. <laughs> he tricked me, man. I got three this week, but still, what the hell? <laughs> he tricked me. Ah, gosh. Um, but yeah, that's there's a little bit of round upon the the recent news. Um, and then we're just gonna finish off with some listeners' questions. Um, relating to McTomin to the McTominay news. Um Dime Master underscore M2 asked, Do you think there's a way we can get Gravin Birch on loan from Bayern to replace McTominay if he goes? Well, that, that, would, that would be great, but we're we're linked with T Levels, man. Not this team. You know, you know these uh, board of directors and scouts. What do you not think about that? Shit? I, no, I'm not mad at it. But I, you got I four months left on his contract, so what's he going to cost, Rodney? Yeah, I'm not mad at it. I'm not. I'm not mad at it. I just think I don't want to watch him running in the United top. It can't like, be worse. I don't team. want to watch him running in the United. What what, what I will say with the Telemans thing, yeah, is Seb, um, nah, Seb, you have ruined his, his PR enough. Hey, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was me. It was you. It was me. But bro, no, no, this no, is, bro. This is, is where has to fight. this is. Wait, that that video of him running. If we get Telemans, yeah, I'm gonna tweet the picture of the professor from the money house. I'm going to say that I, I purposely tanked his stock so he could come to us and win us the league, bro. Because yeah. I'm assuming, obviously, like because the way we play, he's going to have more of the ball. He's not going to be in this yo-yo team that Leicester, like what Leicester are doing currently right now. So I feel like more of his ability is going to be able to be on display. Do you know what I'm saying like the long pass and all that stuff. Winner and ball progressor than Christian Eriksen. But, he yeah. is, yeah, but definitely. it depends how. If four months left, if he goes for anything more than that, five, five to seven million. Five mil. Yeah, ten no, million, I'll should. take him. Ten yeah, million. Up to, up to ten million, I'll take. Like it's it's very low risk, isn't it? At ten million. Yeah, so, ten million. Come on, man. Like, Twenty-five. Like he's he's still young. Like yeah, yeah seven but, years. Yeah, seven years younger than Eriksen. But that guy has miles on the clock, though. That guy's been playing first football since he was 16. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I exactly. And he needed a new heart. So I don't want to. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Next question. But no, but the thing is, yeah, that just reminds me so much. Like it will be just for me. It will just be like buying uh, another everything <laughs> in terms of that's ex- just exactly their limitations and their like their strengths as well. But I, I guess Tielemans is is actually a bet. No, nah, he can't be any worse. Like um, in terms of legs. Hey, Gravenberg oh, no, no, no. has only played 177 minutes for Bayern in the league this season. What the yeah, hell? Yeah, what yeah. What the hell's going on there? It's been a disgrace. It's, it's, it's actually been a disgrace. What Even Nick done. to Rice as well, isn't it? That yeah, was disgusting it's, as well. It's not 2012, man. Let's allow it. Mm, bro. That is disgusting. They said like, they pictured these agents at the derby. Yeah. Bro, him and Marsha will be living it up in that... Physio room, bro. That physio room. Would you, take, would, you take, would you take him on loan? Just a, a little fee, a little one million loan fee, and take him on. Bro, loan he's not gonna play, bro. He'll get injured. He's 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 not bro, play. and then he'll be injured again. He'll be injured. Yeah, but would you take it? No, no. I don't. I don't. I don't even know what Royce is anymore. No, not do I, but I'll, I'll take, <laughs> I'll take just, it alone, man. Man, man just, wants to take it for the for for nostalgia purposes. Yeah, hundred percent. I love it. FIFA thirteen. FIFA mental, bro. That's it. FIFA thirteen. That's all you're taking him for. Yeah, that cutting and finesse shot. Boom. That's cash money, bro. I didn't even get a Royce top. Okay. I don't know if he's got all that anymore, man. No, yeah, I don't. Fair, probably You know. You know, I didn't a retirement home, bro. That's why everyone treats yeah, us like this true. retirement home it's team. True, it's true, it's true, it's true. To allow it. It's true, it's true. I'm still taking them, but it's true. Um, <laughs> um, Jordan Dixon 4071 asked, as Luke Shaw can perform at a high level as a left centre centre back, thoughts on Martinez as left centre mid alongside Casemiro. Why are we doing that? Why are we doing that? We we, we, we ain't got to do too much, man. Yeah, we're doing doing some good stuff right now, but we ain't got to do too much. Let's let's chill chill on that. That's silly. We ain't got to do too much. The coach coach doesn't want um, Martinez in midfield anyway, so that's a non-star. Otherwise, we'd already played in midfield. But um, yeah, yeah, I I think this this, this Luke Shaw left centre-back has been overstated as well. It's not not a long-term solution at all. No, it's... Is to me, it's just to show Maguire and Lindelof, brother. You, you, you two ain't. You it. Shit. You yeah, two ain't yeah. it. Them two are a decent backup. This should, this should be embarrassed. They should both be look on in a group chat, just them two, just thinking, how the fuck <laughs> is Luke Shaw putting yeah. in? No, but can I say that? Like when they come on against City, I was actually a little bit like, yeah, okay, at least we can deal with these aerial balls now. Yeah, he's useful to an extent like that. Like against City, I thought, okay, come on, now we're going. There was a period of time in, at the end of that game where Bernardo and Lisandro was playing head tennis in the box. Yeah, <laughs> bro, yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. Uh, I t- I kind of had a little faith in him just in that that, that moment that we're going to deal with the thousand crosses. Well, if, from if, if, if that if that's his role, but obviously I'm he happy probably, with that. If that's his he, role. He believe- but he believes in himself. He's got a big. He's got a big ego. So, you know, he's he's definitely going to be looking to leave in the summer. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. But if he can play that role as long as we can keep him, then why not? Yeah. It's All true. right. Um, Rick asked Luke Shaw and Rashford have been very good for a while now. Do do we think it's a full storm or are we witnessing them raise their levels? Shut up, man. Just one bad <laughs> Rashford you said that you're talking about full storm. Relax, bro. I think we've been here before. This is PTSD, man. This is PTSD if I've ever seen it. 
it's the evolution, bro. Rash was kicking on. I think Rash, I think Rash is kicking on, and this is probably the best. Um, if Rush Shaw is gonna trick us, this is probably the best he's ever tricked us. But um, he's, 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 he's got an argument for being the best left back in the world so far this season, bro. I'm not gonna cap, bro. He's, he's he he he's killing it. I'm not gonna cap. He's that's that's actually very very true. He's got an argument for being up there. But when nah. he gets the ball, um, you could three man pressing them. I think he's I'm getting so out comfy, of that. Bro. I'm so I think comfy. he's getting out of that ball coming down from wherever you want. He's controlling that. He gives me so much security when I, whenever anything's happening around him. The guy's just right now, mate. Yeah, right now he's in his zone. Yeah, right now. But then as soon as he signs that new co- co- contract, all right, it's over. Oh, gosh, if, this, so... if he tricks us, this is the this is the biggest trickery I've ever seen. Listen, yeah, if uh, we never ever had to have a preseason, if a season that's never ended, Luke yeah. would be like the best left back of all time. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. It's because he keeps going to fucking... My uh, um, con- Continuing on for that, Mr. Kaiser Sose asks, which version of Rashford is better? This season or nineteen twenty pre-injury? This version. This is the best version yeah. of Rashford I've ever done seen. Yeah, this is a very, very high level Rashford at the moment. That there's not many games, not many actions he executes at the moment that are bozo. Like he's playing at a very high level. Everything's improved. How much goals does he yeah, have this season, Elijah? Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah, yeah, it's impressive. 15, 15 of them are non penalty goals as well, so yeah, yeah, it's imp- aside from his goals, just his overall game has improved or decision has making, yeah, quality. Decision. He's that dribbling into shins that's I don't see that anymore. So, and he's very, yeah, he makes better decisions. I think this is the best version of Rashford. He's doing, he's doing new stuff as well, like going yeah, on the outside using his left foot more. He's yeah, scoring with his left foot. Yes. He's got about five or six foot. with his left Crossing foot. Crossing with his left foot. Headers. Yeah, headers. Oh, yeah, it's definitely the best version. He's downloading package after package right now. He's feeling <laughs> himself, bro. And yeah, he's got he a better trim. He's, he's yeah. in his own. He's in his own. Better, probably, you know? Bro, he, he was even telling Sancho to cut off his, his yeah, hand same, as bro. well. We give you powers, bro. Finally, oh. bro. Like it's, I was looking at his trim the other day in um on some New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve or New Year's Day picture, or whatever. Bro, the yeah. trim was sharp. I've never seen it. His trims have always been shit. Um, uh, yeah, man, this is probably the best version. He's in his own. And even for his physique. Yeah, yeah, he's he's looking stronger. He looks like he's got his pace back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He looks he looks good, man. And big up to him playing through um what looked like an, a small muscle injury or a bruising or whatever on against City. Um, Even that's Rashford, bro. Rashford don't give a shit. This guy's gonna play. Did much so are, are we Martial actually said look, I wanna come off. I felt something. Uh yeah, that's what yeah. that's what Ten Hag said. Um but he just man. he just did not <laughs> He did not like he he wanted to run, and it was like you know what, fair enough. Just no, he, I'm gonna apologize yeah. to him a little bit because I think I was a little, I think I was a little bit critical of him in the first half because the second half it went to shit, man. Yeah, but play football, man. Yeah, but um, that mash guy asked, how does the team change with Weghorst and Sancho coming in for the second half of the season? Who? and Sancho coming in. Just... Sancho, when is Sancho coming in? Who told him that? 
Let me know. I need, I, I, I need, I need, I need Sancho to to show me something, man. Because we, we need that. We need that squad though. Do you know what's so crazy? People are acting like Sancho was missing for like the first half of the season. He was just missing for like a month, bro. Like, yeah. wait, he, like, he, he, when did he get shipped out? To, um, that's no, so he kind of stopped playing after the Chelsea game, and that was like late October. Okay. Yeah. No, when did he go um, during the World Cup? Yeah, yeah. So he, so he, so he, so he went to his training camp during the World Cup. I need um, to see footage of that training camp. I really want to know yeah, what, what program they had him on. Bro. Yeah, I need to see what program they had him on. He's not even showing man a little physique picture to say he's got in shape. I need to see yeah. some. Oh yeah, no. Um, he deleted all his social, social media. media. Oh I really? Think, I think with Weghorst though, like what he's gonna give us is yeah. like a box presence. Yeah. Like, Someone that's actually someone, someone like a target for someone to actually cross to. Yeah, um, a, a target for oh, someone oh, like cut it back to. If our build up breaks down, you can lump it up to him and he could like compete and like yeah. get the second balls off of that, off of knockdowns and layoffs and stuff yeah, like that. Like, You're spitting, bro. Yeah, so he's just gonna give us a different option, bro. I think we're the second, we're, we're the second lowest team for crosses. In the league, because there's no one to cross to. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I also feel yeah. like Bruno's gonna eat off him. Like I can see that bounce pass into Wenkos layoff, slapping it. Like I feel like Bruno's definitely going to to eat. I think Bruno, Bruno, right wing with one horse in the team probably makes a lot of sense now. That's cross spamming season, man. Hey, yeah, Jesus, yeah, that's, that's the option. You know? Ten Hag might have a plan for us, you know. <laughs> Fuck sake, man. That elite plan B. Um, yeah. C business only asked what's had the biggest impact on our season so far? Maguire being dropped, CR Kelly being shifted out, or Casemiro? Casemiro. Oh, I'd say Casemiro one A, CR Kelly man. being shipped out one B. Yeah. Maguire being dropped was key though, man. That guy we was still, we can still win us. games with Maguire though. With we have. Nah, man. When he plays, we still win games. We were playing with 10 men when CR Kelly was playing, bro. Yeah, that was horrible. Yeah, I'm going to go Casemiro closely followed by CR Kelly. Um, well, this is from Mr. FFAA. What would be considered a successful season for United if we end the current window with the current squad? You can't answer this so, now. Yeah, we spoke about that. Oh, did we? Yeah. Um... Spoke about that. Spoke about that. Um, I'm, I can't say your name, so I'm just going to say Nunguya Blackhead. Um, are, are you ready to admit Bruno's important to the team after constantly berating him on the podcast? United are in the position they're in now without Bruno and his leadership. It's a very loaded sure. question, that sure. See, see, I was about, yeah. just about to agree with you, but always too much, bruv. Like, you know, if it's not Bruno single handedly drug dragged us to the top four, it's we wouldn't Chill. without Bruno. Oh, like, it's he's having what a good that? season, what? but we could say what? he's having what? a good season. Yeah, he's having a good season, but that question, yeah, it's a bit cheeky, isn't it? Yeah, the, the last part of that, co- co- the last part of that question, yeah. man, just did too much there, bro. No, yeah, agree with you. But uh, Mr. Blackhead, we need to read that. <laughs> and one of us will answer that in a more um receiving manner. But do you know what's so funny is the fact that these same guys were telling us that um Bruno has to play this way in order to be good. And now where we're seeing him not playing playing this way and playing well, 
It's a good and point. Now, like Bruno's, Bruno's doing the exact opposite of the things that people hated him for. And yeah, exactly. people to now still hate him when he's not doing the things that we couldn't stand in the first place. So, yeah, yeah. so essentially, what, what I'm saying is that we were right. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. Right. This, this is what we need to do to be a useful player, and he's doing this it. Against what we're winning game. Yeah, this is the version of Bruno everyone on the podcast was calling for. You don't see Hero Ball anymore, bro. No, Mr. Blackhead, you're taking the piss, bruv. I mean, that's not even his app, but I just couldn't pronounce that, bro. Um, oh, is that not his app? So, yeah, he, You must have been able to pronounce Blackhead. Nah, nah, his app is Femi Sisters D or something, but that just sounded crazy. I can't even lie. So why um, did you? Where did Mr. Blackhead come from? That's his name. That, that that's his actual name. Name on Twitter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> um, but I feel I feel I think that's all for the listeners' questions. Um, yeah. Uh, we've got two big games coming up. If we manage to get all six points out of that, we might be talking spicy next week. I, I, Something's I happening, man. Next week, we're going to be interesting. Who have we got after Arsenal? We have... Uh, Is it Reading? We have Reading, Dennis Palace. No, so yes. No, the, That's no, where so, Forrest is in between. Yes, them. yes. So, so we have... So after Arsenal's Forest, Reading, Forest, Palace. Oh, that's a, that's a nice little run as well, just to collect Ws. And then the game after that is Leeds. So <sighs> another W. So that's all yeah, the games there for Barcelona. So Barcelona, I ain't gonna lie, I'm putting out the under 18s, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I, I don't ever want to lose to Barcelona. Ever. I don't want to lose to them, but I think yeah, they're gonna I want I, I double Barca, but I, I don't want the Europa. Like, not that I don't want the Europa, but I'm saying the only reason why I used to be on Europa before is because to get back into the Champions League, I feel yeah. like we have a good chance to get back into the Champions League and we should concentrate on other things. No, I want to beat Barca, though. No, 100%. no, no, I definitely want to beat them, like, 100%, but someone else knock us out, man. I'm not too bothered. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, that's all we have time for this week. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Reams, Rodney and Sebi for coming on. Um, make sure to use the hashtag Game World Conversation. Peace. Peace. Love, guys. <laughs> Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. Thank you. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. Violate my squad, my bangle, only chance in my team like Manu. Yeah, like Manu. Ready! It defies description. Goal. How about Martial is isolated. Skirtle here. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you.
Sports Social Podcast Network.